Well, hello everyone. I'm your host, Colton Prater, and this is the Fires of Revival podcast. And as always, I'm honored that you would take the time to listen to today's episode. And for today's episode, we have a break in between our special guests. So for today, I'll be doing the episode. I'll be doing the message here. We'll look at a brief challenge in the book of Proverbs here when I finish the uh, introduction here. But we'll be uh, taking a break from our special guests and speakers and things. And I would encourage you, if you're listening, and if there's a certain guest speaker you want to be interviewed or have preached the Word of God on here, reach out to me on social media. You can find me on Instagram and Facebook at The Fires of Revival. Just look that up. You can find me on there. Or even my personal accounts, Colton Prater. You can find them on there as well on Facebook and Instagram and Twitter. And if you're listening and there's someone you want to hear, maybe it's your pastor or a missionary or a friend, reach out to me. Reach out to me. I'll try to do my best to get that person on and have a conversation with them on the podcast or have them preach or whatever the case is with an interview or something like that. But just please reach out to me. And also, I know we've had a lot of special guests and things, and I would encourage you also to reach out to me and let me know which ones were your favorite. Maybe which one you enjoyed the best. Maybe it was a certain person or whatever it is. Just reach out to me and let me know what your favorite episode is, your favorite interview is. And potentially in the future, I may get that person on for a second time if I get enough feedback saying they liked that person and want that person back on again. So we'll see what we can do with that. But I would really appreciate your feedback and what you all have to say and think about the podcast and things. And If you're listening, please also go out and rate the podcast, review it. You can do that on Apple Podcasts, uh, Spotify, I believe, Anchor, and whatever platform, whether it's Google Play, CastBox, whatever the case is. Wherever you listen to this podcast at, please go out and like the podcast, review it, rate it. Because when you rate or review the podcast, that puts the thing in the algorithms and helps spread the podcast out to new viewers and new listeners. and helps put that in their feed for them to listen to as well because of what you've done in rating and reviewing the podcast. And so thank you all for that. And before we jump into our message, I'll open up with a word of prayer. And then we'll jump into the book of Proverbs chapter 23. Let's pray. Dear Father, thank you for this day. Thank you for this opportunity for me to record this Bible message, Father. I ask that you just be with me, that you'll call my nerves, you'll give me clarity of thought and wisdom, and you'll help me say the words you want me to say, and you'll help me to preach this message of boldness, Father. And that if there's anyone listening, they'll take this message and they'll apply it to their life, Father. Anyone that's wrestling with this topic we're going to cover, that you'll just help give them strength in this area. And they'll just go all in for you, Father, during this time of their life and during this season. And in your Son's name, Amen. But Proverbs chapter number 23, verse number 23. It's a Proverbs 23, 23. And you ha- if you have a Bible, I would highly, highly, highly encourage you to ha- open that Bible up, whether it's on your phone or you have a physical copy of the Word of God there with you. And turn to the, this passage because there's a verse I want to read and I don't want you to miss it. And it's Proverbs chapter 23, verse number 23. And Proverbs 23, 23 says, Buy the truth and sell it not. Also, wisdom and instruction and understanding. I'll read it one more time. Buy the truth and sell it not. Also, wisdom and instruction and understanding. When I read that verse that I just read, it reminds me of living a sold-out life for God. Living a life giving everything to God. I love the language it uses there. Buy the truth, meaning we're purchasing it. We are buying into God's Word. We're buying into the truth. And if you know anything about the Bible, and if you studied it for any length of time, when it mentions the truth... That is referring to the Word of God, because everything God says is true. And the Word of God is the Bible. So we need to cling to the Bible, let the Bible cling to us. And it says, buy the truth, meaning we are to purchase it and sell it not. Meaning we are not not only just to buy the truth and put it in our hearts, but we're to not sell out. We're not to give it up for anything, no matter what the world may offer you, what the world may offer me or you or us. We are to buy the truth and sell it not, meaning we are to hold on to it with everything we have in our life. 
when I read this verse, it, it reminds me of basketball and it reminds me of sports. And if you know me, I know I love you know that I love sports, specifically basketball and other sports as well. But basketball is probably my favorite sport. And there's a thing that coaches like to do in the game or leading up to the games and the, the beginning practices and they're going over the offenses and they're trying to get the players conditioned and in the right shape and getting them ready for the season to start. One thing the coach will try to do is he'll, get, he'll try to get his players to buy in. It doesn't mean they're putting money like stock, to buy stocks into the team so they can have part of the ownership. It doesn't mean that at all. But what it means when a coach tries to get a player to buy in, it is meaning he's trying to get that player to give their all. To jump in, to go all in with the, what the coach is saying, what the coach is believing in, what the coach is wanting done. You know, for instance, if a coach is trying to run an offense that involves a lot of three-point shooting and not much things down low, he would try to get his players to buy into that and get his players to love that and enjoy it and follow through with that. Or if the coach is a defensive-minded coach and he's not so much on offense and he's wanting his players to focus more on the defensive side instead of the offensive side, and he wants his players to work on defensive drills all the time and be a physical team that's a team of defense and a very physical, hardcore team out there on the court. He will try to get his players to buy in in the practices leading up to the season. He'll try to get his players to go all in on this idea, this mantra, this set they're going to run in the game. And he's, like, he's trying to get the players to go all in. Because if the players haven't bought in, more than likely they're not going to follow through with it. And in games, you can, all, you can notice the players that haven't bought into what the coach is saying. You usually see them over on the sidelines arguing with the coach or not giving their all, not doing their best. And, not, and the, the, you can definitely tell their intensity is not where it ought to be like it is with the rest of the players. And the same thing for us in our Christian lives. God wants us to buy in. God wants us to buy into what he's saying and what he's wanting us to do. And we have to do it by buying into the truth. Buying into the Word of God, by reading the Bible, letting the Bible come into us, let it dwell in our hearts, buying that truth, storing it up in our lives, letting God's Word change us, because God's Word, the Bible, is a living book. It's not a textbook, it's not a biography, although there are biographical stories, and I guess you could say, in a sense, that Proverbs is a textbook, if you will, because it's a book written from one person to the other. It's from a king to his son for him to learn and not make the same mistakes. And you can make that argument, I guess. But overall, though, the entire book, yes, it could be used as a textbook for Bible class. Yes, it is a biography because it tells the stories of Jesus Christ and other people throughout the Bible. And yes, it is a narrative as it gives the narrative of redemption, but it's the Word of God. It is a living book. And when you let this living book dwell in you, it will come out of your life. When you buy the truth and sell it not, God will do a great work in your life. And then the last half of the verse tells us what we get. It says, if we buy the truth and sell it not, it says... Also, wisdom and instruction and understanding. If you're listening today and if I were to ask you to maybe bow your head, close your eyes, and raise your hand, if you wanted all three of these, wisdom, instruction, and understanding, all of you would be raising your hands. I guarantee you, each and every one of you would be raising your hands, wanting these attributes. But the Bible says, if you want those, buy the truth. Buy into God's Word. Buy into what God is saying. Let God's Word dwell in you, dominate you, take over your life. And if you do that, a reward of that, God will give you wisdom, God will give you instruction, and God will give you understanding. He'll give you wisdom to live your life and how to make decisions. He'll give you the instructions that God wants you to have, maybe the manual for life. He'll give you the things to instruct you in righteousness, to follow God. He'll give you those things. He'll give you understanding of the times, understanding of the day, understanding of the Bible. He'll give you understanding in life. He'll open your mind up and God will do all these things 
if we buy the truth and sell it not. If they buy the truth and sell it not. When I read this verse, I'm reminded of the book Pilgrim's Progress. And if you're listening, I would encourage you to go out and read that book if you've never read it before. And if you have read it, and you know that you'll, I think you'll know what I'm talking about here. But there's a story where Pilgrim, and I believe it's faithful. I could be wrong. You can correct me on that. But I believe it's faithful, Christian and faithful. They're going on their journey there to the celestial city, and they stop at Vanity Fair, and they're trying to get through there as quick as possible. And the world, the people there, the, the um, vendors, they're trying to sell them things of the world. There was an Italian man trying to sell them knowledge. There was people trying to sell them different things, different nationalities, selling them what they're known for. And they were trying to get them sidetracked from living their life for God. He was saying, you know, buy this worldly wisdom, buy this worldly knowledge, buy these things of the world. And that's what they were trying to get them to do. But Christian and faithful, every time that someone would offer them, they would say, sorry, sirs, we buy of the truth. And I'm paraphrasing that, but they would say that we buy of the truth. They said, we buy the truth. And they, real, and they lived by that. Pilgrim and faithful did. Or Christian and faithful, excuse me. And they bought into the truth. And that was the reason they could not buy into what the world had to offer is because they had already bought into the truth. And if you were a Christian and you want to stay away from the world and you don't want to buy into the world, what the world has to say for you, or what the world wants you to do and the terrible, wicked things, how the world wants you to fall into sin and so forth, if you want to stay away from that, buy into the truth. Buy into God's Word. Buy into what the Bible says. Live that book in your life. Let that Word dwell in you richly, as the Bible says in Colossians. Let the Word of Christ dwell in you richly. And if you do that, you will not buy into the world. If you buy the truth and don't sell it, God will protect you. God will keep you safe. God will keep you from falling into what the world has for you to do. Because the the devil in the world would would love nothing more than to see you fall into sin. And to see you become a casualty for Christ instead of a champion. They would love to see you fall by the wayside. See you fall into sin. See you mess up and give your life to the world and lose your life for Christ. And lose your life away from Christ. And that's what the devil and the world wants you to do. And the only way you can keep them from doing that is you have to buy into the truth and you have to sell it not. You have to buy God's word in your heart. You have to not purchase it, but you have to give yourself to God's word, cling to it, let it cling to you. And I heard at college a statement that said that if you cling to God's word, God's word will cling to you. It will cling to you. It's a guaranteed fact. It's a living book. And God's words will cling to you. That truth will dwell in you. That truth will guide you in life. It will give you wisdom and understanding and instruction. And God's word will change and revolutionize your life. But you have to buy into it. You have to go all in. You can't just go one foot in or half in or half out. You have to go all in. I'm reminded of, you know, when you're in a pool and you try to get into the water's cold and people, you have those people at the, at the shallow end and they're slowly dipping their toe in and their foot. And it takes them forever to get in the water. And by the time they get in the water, it's time to get back out. But you have to go all in. I remember when I was younger, I would be freezing, you know, trying to dip my toe in, as I said there. People would do that. But I found that if you just went to the diving board and you just jumped in and went all in, you would be cold for about a second, and then your body would warm back up, and it would be fine. And it was, but you had to take that step of faith. You had to jump into the pool so the cold would go away. Because you'd be cold there for a second or two once you jump in. But then your body would adjust, and you'd be completely fine. But those that took too long, that were barely buying and that were just half in, half out, took too long. And it was time for them to get out. And they didn't get to enjoy the benefits and the blessings of being in the pool there and having fun there like everyone else did. Like I did when I was younger. And it's like that you have to go all in. You have to jump all in for God. You can't just have one foot in, one foot out. You have to go all in. You have to give everything you have, buying into the truth, and selling it not.
So I'll read this verse one more time and we'll close in a word of prayer. Hopefully this message was a blessing to you and that God used it to change your life. But Proverbs 23, 23 says, Buy the truth and sell it not, also wisdom and instruction and understanding. Let's pray. Dear Father, thank you for this day. Thank you for this opportunity for me to record this Bible message, Father. I ask that you use those that are listening to it, that you use this message to dwell in their hearts, and they'll be thinking about it throughout today and the next day and so forth, and you just make a great difference in their life. Stir them up for you, Father, and just do a great work, I pray, and in your Son's name, amen.